The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. Today we're going to be talking about sponsorships and I'm mostly going to be interviewing Dante because he's got sponsors. Yeah, you guys know when like some of you are in, are in my DMs and even my own mom was like, you talk a little more than Lindsay. Today's going to be all mean. All Dante, no, all day. I'm kidding. No, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah, I'm going to try and keep it concise for you guys. Granted, if you're one of those people who listen to the podcast and you're like, F Dante, I'm here for Lindsay. <laughs> Might want to skip this one. You gotta be here for both of us. Oh, that's all I'm gonna say. That's, yeah. I know. I mean, it makes sense though. If it's something that like, okay, like if we ever talk, if we ever have an episode about like artist statements or something like that. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be talking all day of about that because I I had to write so many when I went to UC Santa Cruz. I'm so. sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's helpful. It's good to know. So, but no, this is this will just be a good way for people to get information about sponsorships because I have nothing to offer because I. I don't have sponsors. Give it a while. Okay, I'm, I try. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure somebody will want to sponsor this podcast sooner or later. That would be baller. Yeah, that would be so baller. And you can also pick almost any. Like, if I do a sponsorship, if it doesn't relate to ceramic artwork in some way, shape, or form, or something that I like, I'm just not doing it. Yeah. But here we can do like Hello Fresh, or you know, like. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be great. I would Hello, love a Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh Sun Basket. I still think if we ever got like Quickly to sponsor us, that oh, would be the shit. That's the goal right there. Oh my God. God. Oh, all right. So in our first interview question, number one, sir. Oh, wow. I promise I won't do that the whole time. Okay. Um, <laughs> I won't, I won't externally judge you if you do. I won't Just internally? Inter I won't audibly judge you. Okay. All right. I guess, I guess I can accept that. Just quiet, <laughs> quietly judging. Yes. Oh, all right. Dante. So tell us about oh, okay. who is your sponsor? Who, who or is? who are your sponsors if you have multiple? I can't remember. My sponsor, at, uh, technically speaking, I don't have a sponsor right now mm -hmm. because I was contracted with Amico for 10 episodes. Okay. And Amico glazes sent me a bunch of glazes and said, do what you will with these glazes, which was magic to me because I was already doing glaze reviews on their glazes on my channel anyway. Uh-huh. And so they were basically like, keep doing what you're doing and we'll pay you. Nice. And I was like, okay, uh, I have to go out and buy some glazes. And they're like, I don't know, don't worry, we already sent you like a box of 30 glazes. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> All right. And then I hyperventilated and opened the boxes. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and at that time, I was only at like maybe 30,000 or 20,000 subscribers. Only. Now we're getting fairly close to 50. That's crazy. Yeah, now oh we're going to do a Q&A pretty soon. Nice. Anyone who asks me, you can ask me any question you want and I will put it in the video. It'll be a super long video and that, that'll be that. But That's awesome. As far as Amico goes, my, my uh, sponsorship with them is now concluded. Okay. I tell them, I tell the person who represents them and then they, they are paying me money this time because I don't, I clearly don't need any more ceramic art equipment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they approached you. They approached. So what happened is I made a video on one of their glazes because I thought it'd be a good idea. Mm -hmm. I was like glaze reviews for people who buy glazes because most people realistically don't know how to make glazes. So I'll just review the ones. Everyone needs glazes. I'll just review the ones that like you're going to buy anyway. They liked it. And they were like, we want to strike up a little contract with you. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and I, you know, I had an email back and forth with a person, a representative of theirs. Mm -hmm. We hashed out this deal. They sent me some glazes. I kept doing what I was doing and that was it. And that's the way Amico found me. Okay. Now, granted, the way that you would usually go about finding a sponsor in general is either by going my way and just doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then someone finds you sooner or later, or you can go and ask them. There's no shame at all in asking somebody hey, do you want to be a sponsor of mine? And then striking up a deal with them. Mm -hmm. And that's totally fine as well. 
Granted, you kind of need a certain, like if, like if another YouTuber with way more subscribers than me asked them, they'd be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have enough subscribers for small sponsors to be like, yeah, we can do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of the way that I found Amico and also the way that I find other sponsors. Granted, it's not a lot of them. Like, I'm never going to go to a shoe or clothing company and be like, hey, well, I'll wear your shirt on screen. Give me money. Like, I'm probably not ever going to do that. Okay, okay. Unless it's some kind of, like, apron. Yeah, that would be cool. You know that what I mean? Cool. Yeah. That'd yeah. be tight. What was the process like of doing the contracts? What was the process like coming to the agreements of what the contract was going to include? I don't think I estimated what I could get out of the deal that much. Because my, my thing was, like, my thing is always very, like, give me the money and leave me alone. Like, mm -hmm. they were Wait, like, so, so they actually give you money in addition to the glazes. Yes. So okay. I don't, I don't think I'm under like an NDA or something like that to not say this, but mm -hmm. they pretty much said every episode you do will give you a hundred dollars up to 10 episodes. That's a thousand dollars. Nice. And I was like, okay, they go, when you're done with it, let me know. And I made it very clear to them. I said, I only release about one episode a week mm -hmm. and they're not all going to be Amico episodes. So this might take like a good six months even. Yeah. And they were like, that's fine. Do you. Nice. You know? And I was pretty happy about that. That's the kind of sponsorship that I that I enjoy, where they're like, just keep doing what you're doing, mm -hmm. and we'll pay you when you're done, and that's it. What were the different options that you had in terms of what your benefits would be? Okay, so here's here's my two main things, right? If a sponsor comes to you, they want you. Mm -hmm. Okay, you automatically have a position of power when you're negotiating with them. So if I were smart about this, as I should have been when I started to Amico, talking to Amico, I should have been like, here's my asking price per episode. Are there any restrictions of what you want me to do, what you don't want me to do? Once that's hashed out, I can say, cool, this is what I want. I want every single episode that I post of you to be echoed by your social media, especially oh. if they have... Yeah, like if you're, if I'm working for you, if you came to me and mm -hmm. you tried to strike a deal up with me, you had better be cross-pollinating your followers and your posts and tagging me in like everything that I make for you. For a short time, I am technically, or at least for that episode, I'm an employee of yours. Mm -hmm. And like, it needs to be beneficial for both parties for me to be an employee. That actually reminds me. So did you actually like sign a contract that made you like an independent contractor? Kind of. I did the job first and then I signed paperwork okay. for them to be like, we gave you the money, you did your job diligently, you're fine. Okay. You know, like I didn't sign a contract beforehand. What I should have done is I should have written up a very small contract mm. and then been like, here are my ask here's my asking price, here's my regulations, here's what I don't want you to do, here's what I do want you to do. Yeah. And then be done with it. So next time I get a sponsor, I actively need to be like, hey, you need to be posting me on top of paying me a small bit. Because paying you is fine, mm -hmm. but also your goal is to get more followers so this type of thing happens more often. Yes. If that is your goal. There's essentially three different types of sponsorships. Okay. The first one being, hey, you give me a shout out, right, on your channel. This is the company is talking to the person. Okay, okay. Right, like, hey, you say stuff on your, and we give you money. Okay, and you're like, okay. The second one is we give you product in the place of money. Mm -hmm. Okay, we give you product and you say, you get to keep the product and you just review it for us. And that's that. The third type is basically where you just review the product they give you. And usually you get to keep the product anyway. And that's, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Okay. The difference is that they're not constantly sending you stuff. So with the second one, they're just sending you stuff. And so they'll send you clothes and be like, hey, for this amount of time, we're gonna keep sending you stuff. So there's like the money aspect, there's a product review aspect, and then there's like the singular one shot, like for this one episode, mm. we're giving you something and you're gonna, you know, there's another type of sponsorship, but I, I don't think I've ever had it 
I don't even know what it is. Mm. I just know it's on the tip of my tongue where I'm like, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so you sort of did like a, if I'm understanding correctly, you sort of did like a combination where you got product. Yeah. It wasn't like you were continually getting product. It's just that they sent you a box of glazes. Yes. Those glazes were the ones that you were going to review for 10 episodes. Yes. And so in addition to that product, they were paying you 100 bucks per episode that you did on those glazes. Yes. Oh, I remember the, the fourth type. Mm. Um, the fourth type, or I guess technically three and a half, is they can give you product or you can get they can get money or whatever. You can do one of those three and then they mm. can give you a discount code. Oh, okay. Once they give you a discount code, you can go through these two avenues where you basically go, I get a s certain percentage of the money you get from sales as per that discount code. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. So like you yes, get 20% yes. off as my subscriber from buying from this company, mm -hmm. but I get like a small smidgen percentage of those sales and turn back to me. Okay. So they're not really paying you for every episode. They're paying you based on the sales you got from giving the discount counts account through said episode. So if if you had a, you know, hey, uh, input code Dante on checkout yes. and you'll get 10% off. So I would get 10% off from that purchase, but you would also get, let's say, I don't know, 5% of the total purchase that I made yes. using that discount code. Yes. Okay. Pretty much. And mm -hmm. that's, I like that, but I think that's under, con I've never had that. So that's under contract too. Uh-huh. That being said, you can also choose to forego that money. Like, yeah. Big Ceramic Store did one where I was like, just give me a discount code for my subscribers. I just want you guys to give discounts to my subscribers. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we could, we could pay you. And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm good. Huh. I passed it up. I was like, no, I don't want, I don't want to do the contract and I don't want to give you my bank account and I'm busy and no, I'm good. Huh. I, I just didn't want, I will, Why? I, I will honestly forgo paperwork for like, I have a tax guy and uh -huh. I only have him because I don't want to do taxes. <laughs> I understand yeah. I could probably do my own taxes oh, in like an no. hour with a program. No, dude, admittedly though, it's complicated. I hate doing taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I support taxes. No, I mean, I support, taxes. I support paying taxes. Because <laughs> that's why my roads in school, well, that's why my roads look nice. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't want to do the paperwork for taxes. Yeah. So I actively pay someone to do that for me. Interesting. Yes. See, that's where I feel like this is, again, a little bit of a tangent, but like, I so know what you mean with that kind of stuff. Like there's just things I don't do. And I know that if I did them, they would really benefit me, but it's like, uh, like I just no, don't I'm have, not doing it. I just don't have the brain space for it depending yeah. on the time. So like, those are instances where I feel like, man, if I had like a business manager or something like oh, that, yeah. God, that'd be amazing to have someone to help with that. But that's one of the joys of being uh, a self-employed and also at this point in time, solo, Yeah. you know, it, we're, you know, it's not like we have a, like a team of people that we're working with other than our tax people. Right, other God than, bless yeah. our tax people. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yep. Okay, so you've done, you, you had the sponsorship with Amico. You sort of had a sponsorship thing with Big Ceramics Supply. Yeah, Big Ceramics Store has actually gone out of business. Oh. Yeah, so my, mm. like I get some people who are like, I used the code, it didn't work. And I'm like, they're not in business. The website's up, but they don't no. sell nothing. So, okay, so but that was that was a different example of one that you that you did before. But that was my discount code that could be used that doesn't, like it doesn't give me any money. Yeah, yeah. They're not mm -hmm. paying me for that discount code. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I understand correctly, so you didn't you didn't have like a contract before you started making the videos, right? Like they didn't send you anything to sign, so you did all that like afterwards. If, if we're talking about Amico, what, what happened with Amico? And I, I talked to their person, and she was basically like, "Yeah, we did a sponsorship with another person, but he kind of like got all this legal jargon on us and like drew up contracts himself, and they were very long." Mm. And I was like, "Look, 
you don't have to do that with me. All I want you to do is to be honest with me. I'm going to screen cap all of our conversations so I don't get screwed over. Mm. I'm going to save them in a file, uh, and then we come up with an agreement through email, and that's it. Okay. And they were very happy with that. They were like, thank God our legal department doesn't have to <laughs> doesn't have to strain over this contract and look for all the plot holes and everything. And I was like, I'm, I'm a pretty honest dude. You tell me what you're going to give me. I tell you what I'm going to do for you. I give mm. you a timestamp of how, when it's going to happen. And then after that, I'm screen capping. I'm keeping track of all of our conversations. So yeah. if you screw me over, we, we go into court. Like, yeah. that's yeah. that. And I'm probably not going to try and gouge you for money, but also like, I'm going to get mine. And that was that. That was all it was. And then after I did all the episodes, now I'm signing paperwork mm. saying that like, okay, I did the job. Yeah. I got the money, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah, That's where I'm at right now. As of like last week. Do you think you would ever um, have a limit on how many sponsorships you would accept at a time? Like in terms of balancing your, the core content that you want to make for yourself on the YouTube channel versus the content that you would create for sponsors. How have you balanced that with the sponsorships you've had? And then how would you balance that in the future if you continue to get more sponsorships? Well, it kind of depends on the sponsor. So let's say we were doing an episode where it was like a fun episode, like a vlog, and we were just talking. Mm -hmm. And let's say Displate. Displate is like a poster company. They make metal posters. Oh, cool. Right? Let's say they were sponsoring it. I could very easily, for one episode, they give me money or a discount code or whatever, one of those three, four options I gave you earlier, do one of those, and then for that episode, I can say for the good one minute chunk, be like, by the way, this episode's sponsored by Displate. Thank you very much. This is what Displate is. This is why I like them. Mm -hmm. X, Y, Z. If you want a discount on their stuff, you think about buying some of their stuff, go to this website, put in this code, EarthNation20, X, Y, Z, we do all that. And then I'll just go throughout the episode, and that's like a one-shot one episode yes. kind of thing. Okay, something um, relatively short, like you're saying, like a minute, as opposed to yes. like what you've done before, which is like a full-blown yes. episode on, on the sponsor. Yes, and if it's those kind of sponsorships, it's real short, it's real quick, it doesn't really get in the way of any of my content or my, genuous, my genuineness towards like the content of my videos. Yeah. But if it's something like Amico, where they're like, you're doing Glazer views, the whole episode is about us and our glazes. Yeah. Go ahead and do that. That's kind of where it starts to change my content. Yeah. Um, I don't think if I ever, I don't think those two worlds would ever collide with something non-ceramic. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I'd ever have like a shoe or a clothing sponsor and be like, this is what I think about this t-shirt. Mm -hmm. La 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 for the whole episode. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever do that to my, to my subscribers. That's not, that seems disingenuous to me. Even to that extent, if I were to go overboard, I don't think I would have sponsor after sponsor. I usually don't do sponsored episodes one after another mm. because I'm more education-based with a side of entertainment. As most channels that I've seen are like 70% like entertainment, but they do understand that people come back for the entertainment more so than they do the education. It's easier to show you pretty things than it is to teach you how to make the pretty things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, that's just what it boils down to. And yeah. people like pretty colors and you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's just kind of what it boils down to. But I don't think I'd ever accept a sponsor that's like, we need 10 episodes now. Yeah. All your episodes for the next 10 episodes, one a week, 10 weeks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, that would be pretty intense. It would be intense and it would also be disingenuous. My subscribers would be like, so you're just doing it for like only, I get you need money. Like I get that, but you're probably only doing it from like, you kind of sold out by that point. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's so much an issue because I got to eat too. Uh, yeah. But also, I, I would feel wrong doing that on a personal level. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't do that to yeah. you. One other thing that I've wondered about, too, that you... It's come up just randomly. John the Potter is sponsored by, what, Mako, right? I think he's a Mako, yeah. Yes. So, what is the dynamic like between... 
Like I've heard you say before, mm -hmm. oh, if Mako came up and asked me if I would accept their sponsorship, you feel like you would need to go check in with John the Potter to yes. make sure that that was cool. Is there a sense of scarcity in terms of competing for those sponsorships? Well, this, it seems like, I mean, there's only, a, at least from what I you know can think of, yes. there's only a couple major like glaze brand <laughs> like four max yeah yeah so it's kind of there's a lot of ceramic artists and yeah. a lot of us who would love to have sponsorship so how do you think about that well for me it's more about just trying not to step on anybody's toes so i know john is with mako and me and john being in the same stratosphere of creativity while i see he's mostly entertainment and some education mm. and i think that's the difference in the stratospheres that we kind of occupy like this venn diagram of I'm mostly education and little entertainment while he's kind of the, the polar opposite of that. Mm -hmm. And just, just for clarification, yes. like both of those things are totally fine. Well, let me just tell you guys a little secret right now. I watch John's videos and I like them and they're entertaining. I like them a lot. I talk to John every now and then. He's cool as fuck, bro. <laughs> he's hella cool. I don't want people to think I dislike John because there's some type of competitiveness about it. There's really not, and I'm not a competitive person. On top of that, I would like to add that John's presence on YouTube has most likely bolstered and contributed to some of my success on YouTube because if you are new to YouTube and you watch John the Potter, the next suggested video on the right-hand column is probably either me or Shin. Oh, interesting. Think, just think about that. Oh, that's like that's like the whole concept of like, what is it? Rising tide raises all boats. You know, like every, right. everyone benefits from an increased interest in ceramic art. I have probably gained more subscribers, not that I ever thought I'd get this far, but I've probably gained more subscribers from being close to John's channel or at least in relativity and Shins and like mm -hmm. Tim C's yeah. more so than my direct videos get put out. Cause when I put out a video, I release it on my YouTube, my Facebook, my Instagram, and that's it. I don't, I don't have somebody posting my videos unless you guys share the videos. Yeah. I don't have a robot like pushing out videos to Facebook. I Did just, you say a robot? A robot. Oh, ro robot? A robot. <laughs> He's a robot. That makes me think, okay, when I think of robot, ro it makes me think of like a little like bratwurst, ro like rowing down the river. Anyway, that's a random It's thought. a robot with a backwards hat. Aw. Who's oh, like, God. dude, these tides are gnarly. <laughs> it's a robot. <laughs> it's a robot. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I just, anyway. I just don't want people to think that I'm incompetent because it's not like one person who subscribes to one YouTuber is one less subscriber to me. You can yeah. subscribe to both. Mm -hmm. It's not, I'm not only am I not competitive, I'm very friendly with other YouTubers as long as they're nice to me. And John's always been nice to me. He's an awesome family man. Okay. He sent me pictures of his dogs and I can't be mad at that. Yeah. Like, no one can be mad at someone who sent you pictures of their dog. There's really not. I love pictures of people's dogs. He's super cool. But in, in respects to him, because I feel like I would be stepping on his toes. If mm. I also got approached by Mako, I would text John and be like, are you cool with that? Yeah. Are you okay with that? That's cool. Just because I want to have that respect towards him. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. although we do occupy the same kind of stratosphere, I don't, I don't see myself in competition with John. In fact, it's quite the opposite. I see his presence on YouTube as a, a benefit to my channel because people who like his channel, mm -hmm. people who want to see a hot dude doing backflips in the <laughs> snow, with his shirt off. Look, I ain't gay, but I am blind neither, okay? <laughs> John, John, ain't, John ain't hard on the eyes. Um, probably also want to subscribe to, to my channel as well. Yeah. And I don't see that competition in any way, shape, or form. That, in fact, helps my side and his side, probably. That's really cool. You know what I mean? Most likely, like, if you don't know about John the Potter, and I'm saying his name on this podcast, you're probably going to look up who he is now. Yeah. To see a sexy man doing backflips in the snow. Yeah. And making pretty things. His beautiful blue eyes. Mm. Don't tell my wife. 
<laughs> and by the way, I am not Dante's wife. I am not his girlfriend. People, <laughs> there's so many of you that think that Lindsay and I are together, but we're not. We are not. We are shockingly, shocking as it is, we are two friends of, of not the same gender <laughs> who are... Who are just friends. It's this weird, uh, this weird type of like brain scan where people are like, well, you, you're one's a girl and one's a boy. You must be together. I don't, I don't think that way. That's in fact gotten me and many other people in a lot of trouble. Cause like you can have a spouse or a wife and then you're out on the town having a good time with your friend of the opposite gender. And all of a sudden, Little Miss Mary Moo over here, cause did you see who he was hanging out with? Oh my God. That's his friend. Shut up, mind your own business. <laughs> Stop snitching on stuff that's not really a problem. Yeah. Anyway, public service announcement, that's all. Anything else that you can think of? I know this has been like a, so far like a relatively shorter episode, but is there anything that you feel like related to sponsorships that you want to talk about? Know your own value. If you ever get a sponsor or a sponsorship, understand that you can negotiate that. So let's, okay, so let's, a theoretical for Lindsay, right? Yeah. Lindsay, this podcast is starting to be, people are sharing, people are commenting. <gasps> people are leaving Apple iTunes reviews, giving it five stars, six oh, stars. Oh my God, what? Giving it 17 stars. 17 stars? Giving it 69 stars. Oh my God. And, <laughs> <laughs> and this, and HelloFresh comes up to you and goes, hey, we want to sponsor you, right? We want to give you a discount code for 20% off everybody who uses Lindsay M. Dillon 20 on our oh service, okay? All right? We want to give you 3% of all those sales. What are you saying, Lindsay? Okay, well, first of all, I'm thinking, like, why HelloFresh? Because we don't talk about food. We talk about boba. That's all we talk about. Look, everybody so, got to eat sometimes. Everybody got to eat. If yeah. I had a no. HelloFresh sponsorship, I might accept it because I'm like, it's not like I don't like food. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, probably what I would do is I would find other people who have been sponsored by HelloFresh. Yeah. I would want to ask them, hey, what has your experience been like with HelloFresh? What percentage did you get? And I would probably do research. I'd probably talk to you again to be like, hey, Dante, what do you think about this? I would probably just do some outside research to figure out, does this make sense? Is this a good deal? Lindsay, you know? Lindsay your podcast has reached the height of fame at this point. <laughs> Lindsay, your podcast has at least 20,000 downloads every episode, yeah. and you release it once every other week. People wait an extra week to get your your junk, all right? Yeah. All right? I'm offering you right now on the table this. You can have 3% of all the sales that we make with your discount code. What are you saying? Yeah. I Lindsay, mean, no! Why? 5%! Oh, I say, but that's the thing. That's why I would ask. I would want to research and be like, what is this kind of thing? Because if I found out that like 5% is within the range of like negotiating, then yes, then I would be like, hey, so, you know, I appreciate you reaching out. This sounds like this could be a really great collaboration opportunity. You know, I've seen that, or like, would would 5% be within there? I don't know. I'd find some way to respectfully be like, how about 5%? Yes. 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 But you wouldn't just be like, yeah, three sounds good. Yeah, no, of course not. Because I feel like any big decision like that, like you, okay. So, so that is something that I feel like works not just when we're talking about sponsorships, but when you're talking about any artistic opportunity, there is an inclination, especially if it's an opportunity that's new, there's an inclination to be like, yes, you just, you say yes immediately. But it's really like, I, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, okay, so let's say, let's say hypothetically, um, you're a relatively new ceramic artist and a store, a local store that sells other, you know, artwork and other like just things mm -hmm. comes up and says, hey, we want to sell your mugs in our store. Like the inclination, I can say this because I did this myself, right. is to automatically like, you, you're, you're like, like, oh my God, oh yes. my God, yes. Yes, I yes. made it. 
Exactly, Lactating. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Oh, no. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, um, free milkshakes. Free mil oh, God. <laughs> well, I mean, it does bring all the boys to the yard. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so the, the, oh, yeah, okay. So, so the inclination is to want to immediately say yes, but it's really important to be able to, first of all, respond and say, you know, thank you so much for your interest and for contacting me. Yeah. You know, and just, it is okay to say, I need a little bit of time to think about this. Can I be get back to you in the next two to three days? Yes. And having that time to just step back, breathe, do a little bit of research, talk to other artists, talk to, you know, especially if you're still in school, like talk to your professors and be like, hey, this opportunity came up. Can I get your feedback on this? It of is course. so important to get that. So when you're, when a new opportunity comes along, even though I'm, you know, I'm relatively more established than the hypothetical ceramic artist in the situation I just described, right. you know, it's still, I still need to remind myself to take a, take a breath, take a step back and really, and think about things and not just respond based on my excitement of, oh my God, Senpai noticed me. Right. You know? <laughs> right. And I, I, I just want to get across the point to anyone listening to this or even you, Lindsay, yeah. is that you can always counter offer what they offer you, especially if you don't think it's enough. Granted, you gotta be realistic or else you'll, you'll lose that bridge. You'll yeah. lose that tie. You can't yeah. be like, give me a thousand dollars. I think if a sponsor came up to me right now mm -hmm. or even on Instagram and said like, hey, what do you think about this, this, and this? Mm -hmm. I'd be like, that sounds cool, but also, and then I would do the very millennial move of like checking their social media. Yeah. Seeing how often they post. Mm -hmm. How many followers do they have? Yeah. How much do they charge for their products? And then I would go, yeah, so it turns out I have like triple the subs you do. Huh. Um, and at this point, you would be giving me 5% of sales of which I make more sales than you to cross pollinate. Right, so I'm yeah. either gonna need more, or I need you to put in more work on this yeah. on this project. So, or if you're either else, posting just, on my name, or you know, or if it, even if it like for me, my first thought too is that like if it was somebody who had you know if their if their following was less than your following, yes. then maybe it'd be like okay, sure, I'll do this, but I'm gonna need cash. I'm gonna need like actual like money, not just the discount. Code. Of course, yeah, because no, at that yes. point they're benefiting more than you are. Yes, so. and that's that's what I mean is. Make sure you do a little bit of research and don't be afraid to counter offer. Actually, somebody just did this to me recently. There's a coffee distributor called Royal Diasposa. Uh, I think they're from Brazil, so it's it's said differently. I don't speak Spanish anymore. I'm sorry, guys. Hmm. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I lost, I lost the, my mom is like, my mom is like part German and part Cuban, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So she leans very much into like the Cuban side of her family, mm -hmm. but she, her and my grandma know how to speak full Spanish. Okay. I used to. I just stopped. Mm. I forgot the skill. I really did. Because uh, I became a weeb and wanted to learn Japanese. Huh? But like... Waterview. Right. And then <laughs> I, I know. I know. <laughs> oh my god. We're just fucking nerds. But the... the, the it's like Royal Diasposa or something mm -hmm. like that. And it's, it's a coffee manufacturer. And they sent me some coffee one day. They were like, hey, can we just send you some coffee to your P.O. box? And I said, sure. I drank the coffee. It was really good, right? Nice. It was, it was, it was whole bean. I ground it myself. Mm. Yeah, right? I love it when they send whole beans. Um, yeah, because you don't, you don't want to, I mean, they'll ground. You lose flavor so quickly. You lose so much flavor. As a former so... barista, I would be insulted if somebody Very sent true. me pre-ground coffee. They knew their shit. They really did. It was a dark roast. And then they had it like a vacuum sealed bag and I respected that. Like, I respected it. You know what I mean? Mm. And... After I drank it, they're like, did you like it? And I said, yeah, I liked it. They said, can we send you 20, maybe even 30 sample packets so that on your next store update, anyone who buys one of your mugs gets one of these for free. Huh. And I was like, 
yeah, sure. Instead of making a counter offer, <clears throat> instead of being like, give me money on top of that. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? Yeah, they have like 700 followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't trying to gouge them. I was yeah. just like, look, my, my people who want to buy my mugs at my website, you get free coffee. Yeah, there's nothing that's 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 a that's a win for everybody. That's and, a win and it's for not everybody. and it's not any skin off of your back. Like it's not like like the the only effort that it, extra effort that it takes to participate in this dynamic put is just the, putting the coffee in the box. Put the coffee nothing. in the box and that's it. And that's, there's nothing wrong with working with those types of people. Mm -hmm. Granted, I do need to be better mm -hmm. about offering. I need to be better about not sponsoring, but like there's like five or six YouTubers right now that I am at desperately trying to get a hold of because I want them to have my stuff. And I'm trying oh. to hide it under the guise of cross-pollination. Huh, I'm but... trying to like, hey, Cami Cakes, Destiny YouTuber, take one of my mugs and maybe say my name on screen. But, say my name, say my yeah. name. <laughs> but realistically, I'm kind of just like, I really want Cami Cakes to have one of my mugs. Oh my god. Because he's my favorite YouTuber. I mean, why don't you just do that? I, I mean, He's really busy, I've already... No, no, I mean, like, why don't you just literally send him the mug? Well, you have to ask them where to send it, or you have oh, to get their peel. Like, right, right, you right. either have to tell them or post, because not every YouTuber has a peel box. Yeah, uh, it'd be really especially if you lived out in like the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. Like let's I know we keep talking about John But like just take John for example unless John has a PO box You're sending it to his house and I don't know if John is comfortable with everybody knowing exactly where he lives Yeah, you know what I mean? So you would have you would actively have to like have a have a PO box have a PO box yeah. Or you're gonna have a discussion with that person. You know what I mean? And actually getting a response back can be difficult Right because gotcha, gotcha. they get so many messages per day mm -hmm. that you're just another number until they look at your stuff there are some folks that I really, I'm kind of that same way. One of my favorite podcasts that I listen to, the uh, the Myths and Legends podcast. Uh, shout out to them. They're freaking awesome. So they, they I, I love them because they always have this section at the end of the podcast where it's like a creature of the week. Yes. And there's this thing, there's this actual creature from mythology called the butter cat mm -hmm. where... This, this cat. I'm sorry, wait, I zoned out. You said what? Okay, it's called a butter cat. Could you explain to me what a butter cat is? Don't say it's a cat made out of butter. It is not a cat made out of butter, okay. but it is a cat that if you treat it well, and again, it's a mythological creature, it will steal your neighbor's butter for you. That's it, amazing. Yeah, I know. I love it. So, so I really. That just wanna... sounds like a neighbor. I know. <laughs> so Jason Weiser, the uh, the the host of the podcast, yeah. has this like hashtag that he's trying to like make a thing called "Blame It on the Buttercat." Oh, dude. And so I want to make him a mug that says "Blame It on the Buttercat" and then send it to him. But... Easy. Yeah, easy. P.S. But... The second half of this episode is basically just like, who do we simp for, Dante? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the second half of this episode is going to be great. Sponsorship slash. Also, all the people I simp for are all dudes. <laughs> None of them are like, you would think I'd be like, I don't know. What was her name? She sold bath water. Oh, yeah. You know uh, what I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about. I never watched any of her You would think it'd be someone like that, yeah. like a sexualized type of thing, but it's it's not. It's all like, that. I think that's my next goal is to like reach out to other YouTubers and like, mm. but that's that's not really a sponsorship. That's more like, I kind of just want to simp for you for a second. Yeah. And I can like hide it underneath the guise of cross-pollination. You, that's like <laughs> such a soon that I move. It's like, yeah. no, I don't actually like you, I promise. I yeah. just want to send you my mugs. I just, I just want more followers. It's not like I like you or anything. Can you? You, I put a picture in the mug of myself giving you kisses. So, so if y'all have stuck with us through this bullshit, <laughs> tell us. Some of you send, love it. Send us a message. Who do you simp for? Who do you? Yeah. Who do you simp for? Who do you simp for on uh, on YouTube oh. or on Twitch? And, oh my god. And like, if I look up your Twitch streamer or YouTuber, they can't just be naked. I mean, that's that's called Pornhub, bro. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now we're done. I got neighbors. And that's 
it for today. Thank you for listening to The Mud Peddlers with Lindsay M. Dillon and Dante of Earth Nation. Want to say hi and see what Dante and I are working on in our studios? Check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below. You can find me at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-M as in monster, D-I-L-L-O-N.com. And on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook at Lindsay M. Dillon. And you can find me at Earth Nations Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. But you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nations Ceramics. If you enjoyed hanging out with us today or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review the Mud Peddlers in Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners, and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.